Welcome to the Busy Executives Podcast. We know firsthand how important your time is. That's why every power-packed episode promises to help elevate your leadership in 10 minutes or less. Each week, I offer practical coaching, development tools, and conversations with world changers to help you boost your engagement so you can optimize your frontline and bottom line. Let's go. All right, and welcome to the Busy Executives Podcast. I have the pleasure of introducing Dan Prado. Uh, Dan, you know, we've gotten to know each other here over the last few months, and just your energy, your passion, your your excitement, your love for people and, and love for life, and then how you get to extend that into the motivational speaking that you do, um, just the, the message that you get to deliver to businesses, uh, just really compelled me. And so I'm excited that our listeners get to listen and hear from you um, and that you get to be a part of this podcast today. So thank you you for joining us. Oh, my pleasure. My pleasure, Michael. It is an honor and a privilege to be with you. And I don't say that lightly. There is something about you that is unique. And when you meet so many different people, and I get to meet so many people, I have interviewed so many people in sales. You have too. We, yeah. we meet certain people. And when you meet them, you know, you get that kind of split second to size it up. And you're usually pretty uh, consistent about whether you called it right or not. Now, we make mistakes sometimes, but uh, you know, when I met you, I just, it just clicked, just clicked. Mm-hmm. We, we sat there, you know, you were on the other side of that uh, little corner table and we were talking about what we do, how we do it, who we do it with and how much joy we get from it. And then mm-hmm. we talked a lot about the learning experiences and that's, yeah. that's what I'm looking forward to sharing today. You know, I, I think the most important thing is to keep that creative side of what we do upbeat. You know, it's one of the things that people forget is that they've got a lot of archaic furniture up here. Mm. And, you know, they have good innovative ideas. They're creative. But you got to sell off that used equipment. You got to sell that Mm -hmm. furniture off. And when you do that, you're able to let something new fresh in. Now, if that old archaic furniture has still been consistent in making you a tremendous amount of growth, don't shred it all. Mm. You know, you got got to figure that out. Yeah. Yeah. So gosh, so good. I love it. Yeah. Yeah. Dan, you know, I, I, again, I've gotten to know you a little bit over the last few months, but do our listeners a favor and maybe just walk us through a little bit of your journey. Um, I know you got to share a little bit of that with me here just this last week, but, um, just kind of what helps you not only have the vision of, of who you are, but some of the, those lessons along the way. Oh, thanks for asking. Yeah. So, you know, everybody's got a story. And I love hearing people's stories. They're great. And I'm going to be asking about yours too. So you're not going to get off the hook here. Okay? <laughs> <All right. laughs> you know, sure. I always say, you know, every time, like when I see you, I always think of how I answer a phone call. When people call me, I always say, welcome to the house of champions. How can I help you win today? <laughs> and I've had customers it. just say, you know, Danny, that is so awesome. I love it. Now I had one customer thought it was kind of corny. And then afterwards he goes, I like it. I like it. That's and I said, well, I genuinely mean it. I want to I mm. help the champions of the world, right? So yeah. my, my journey, um, grew up in Northern California, a uh, big family of nine kids, uh, six boys, three girls. Uh, mom and dad stayed together forever. Uh, dad since passed on, mom's still living. I get to see her when I go in for business now. She's 88 and I get to still spend some time with her. That's and it's great, you know, because, you know, it's coming and you, you, you value those moments and you want to take advantage of them. So. I think the thing that probably instilled me the most, my mom and dad uh, were hard workers. Mm-hmm. They, um, my 
my dad worked a couple jobs. <clears throat> he was a steel worker, blue collar guy, and just had a great work ethic. He was a former semi-pro football player. And when I was a little boy, about seven years old, and I can just picture it right now, walking into the kitchen at 4.30 in the morning, I could hear my dad. I could smell the coffee. I could hear my dad. I was standing next to a door that had the water heater behind inside of it. And uh, I was about seven or eight, and I saw my dad wrapping his, his bologna and cheese sandwiches in wax paper. That's what you wrapped it in back then. And then he had his thermos that fit perfectly into that little spot, and a little wire thing came over to keep it in there. And my dad would tell me how he's going to go to work, and the guy's going to be smelling the coffee, and the camaraderie's going to be good. So they used to carpool. And they go into Oakland, which is about 25 minutes from Pleasant Hill, where I grew up. But before dad could leave, I would be all over it. I'd be asking him about, you know, tell me again about the stories of when you went to school with Bill Russell, 11-time Boston Celtics world champion. How about Frank Robinson, who won the most valuable player in both for the Cincinnati Reds and the Baltimore Orioles? He used to tell me about him, Dad, tell me. And he goes, well, I ain't got much time, but I'll tell you. So my dad sort of drilled this into me a little bit about, you know, high achievers. If you're going to be a great athlete and you want to be a good athlete. And I told him, my dad, I want to be a good baseball player. I want to play Major League Baseball for the Baltimore Orioles. Right? <laughs> no, it's just a dream, but it's yeah. good. Your kid's got to have a dream, right? Of course. So, yeah. Yeah. So my, my dad. Uh, said one thing that resounded with me more than anything. He said, Danny, you're going to have to out-hustle everybody. If mm. your coach tells you to do this, you're going to have to, you're going to have to do more because that's what it's going to take. And you know, years later in the business world, I came home one day from work and I always did my follow-up when I got home and uh, I was going through some stuff and I always, my wife is great support system. She's so awesome. I get home. And I said, I need a half an hour to do my personal growth stuff now that I'm home mm -hmm. and relaxed. Mm -hmm. And I listened to half an hour of Jim Marone, and he said it. And I thought, that's my dad. He said, always do more than what you're asked to do so that someday mm -hmm. you're paid more for what you do. Yeah. <sighs> Gosh. And I get goosebumps thinking about it because when you expand yourself beyond your current capacity, that's where the growth is. That's where the value is gained. And, and I'm not saying, you know, workaholic, 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 you know, work, 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 don't care about your family, don't care about anything else. That, that's just garbage. Mm -hmm. I think what a sad, sad thing that is. Yeah. You know, you're not going to get that back those times with your kids, right? And your wife. So, mm -hmm. yeah. So anyway, I, I did it. I went, I, I went on to uh, Diablo Valley College, which is a junior college. And I wrestled for that, for that college. And I want to tell you a story because, you know, people yeah. may be thinking, hey, I'm going to have to, Dan Prado's going to tell me about some of the things that he did. And, oh, he was a champion here, champion there. I got humbled one time uh, in, in such a funny, unique way. It was so embarrassing, but it was just so good for me to go through it. Hmm. So one day we had, we had a lot of great wrestlers in that room. And, and we had a gentleman that came in from the national team of Iran and he was an international wrestler and he had just moved there. So we let him in the room and let him roll around with us. And he was phenomenal. Oh, wow. he was tough, tough. So anyway, one day I come into practice, I think it's my second year and I was doing okay. My second year, my first year I struggled because I was a little bit on the light side, 115 pounds, 116 pounds. The lightest weight class was 118 pounds. So you got to, you got to realize that I was, 
going to be going against guys who were cutting down from 135, 130, mm -hmm. and they're stronger still. Mm -hmm. But I was quick, fast, and I just had to try to out-hustle them. But I, I used to get muscled around. But anyway, yeah. um, this is wild. He comes up to, I told him one day, I said, I think my arm's hurting. You know, I'm over here going like, oh, my shoulder, coach, you know. And I was making an excuse that day. I'm not going to kid you. <laughs> I'll be straight up. I was making an excuse. I just wanted time <laughs> off. You you enter break, right? You're just like, okay, how can I, how can I get out of yeah, this? Yeah, my middle name became Wimp. <laughs> I was Danny Wimp Prado. So Michael, what was wild about it was he, he comes up to me and goes, so what's the deal? And I said, well, it's kind of hurting right here. He goes, like right there? He's like, right there? And I said, yeah, yeah, right there. And he goes, I'll be right back. He goes to the first aid kit, comes back and puts a Band-Aid right on my shoulder. <laughs> oh, oh, man, I'm telling you, I felt, you think I'm small now. I felt like I was about two feet tall embarrassing i looked him right in the eye and i said all right coach i get it and he goes get back in get back in there yeah isn't that something wow the little moments well, that you know go ahead no i i just love it i, I did not mean to interrupt you i i, I no, love, love that that's such a strong memory for you because i think yeah. you know we can we can focus on all the pinnacles right all the all the peaks all the wins and, and you've yes. had obviously a very successful collegiate career and now professional mm -hmm. career so you can look at all these mountaintop moments and yet that's which i think speaks to your heart too of the the challenges or in that that, that moment the humbling of okay oh, i'm humbling I, this this is gonna make me better right man feathers and everything humble pie and, oh, i was eating crow that day my dad used to have a famous line eating crow today you're eating crow <laughs> that's all the time we have for this episode to keep listening continue on to the next part 